And we're back in at 16 minutes after the hour of Priority Talk Live. And uh, as promised, we want to uh, welcome to the program uh, Senator Chris Elliott out of Baldwin County. He's joining us on about a 10-minute notice. Uh, so, uh, Senator Elliott, we really appreciate the quick turnaround there, my friend. Well, it's an honor to be with you today. Well, thank you very much. Since it's your first time with us, I said Baldwin County. Tell folks about your district. So I get to represent what I call the cool part of Baldwin County. It's pretty much the eastern shore and uh, the south part of Baldwin County. So everything along the beach and then everything the eastern shore of uh, of Mobile Bay there, Fairhope, Daphne, and and that whole area. Well, certainly a big tourism uh, area down there. No doubt, no doubt. Absolutely. Very family-friendly, though. Absolutely. We want to keep it that way as well. Uh, so let's talk about this. I just saw the news. Uh, you know, we were all sort of alarmed by, uh, not surprised, honestly, but alarmed by the Alabama Department of Archives and History, uh, this event they had. I'm just going to let you tell about it. Uh, we just kind of outlined the, you know, the event. Tell us how you heard about this. What was your reaction? What's the scuttlebutt among the other uh, senators and representatives you may be talking with and the legislation that you want to drop during the special session? Just tell us about it. Well, you'll be pleased to know that your legislators talk to each other on a daily basis. I mean, we have different text message groups and threads back and forth, and, hey, have you heard about this? Did you see this, et cetera? And obviously this is one of the things that came up as, you know, I can't believe they are doing this. And and so a number of us have been talking back and forth of it, and I found out this is in the Senate, and then I found out I've talked to a number of my House colleagues yesterday and today as well who are equally as concerned um, about what the Alabama uh, Department of Archives and History is doing, and essentially that is celebrating more of this LGBTQ plus trans whatever nonsense uh, that just is is so insidious in this environment today. And and I I got frustrated. My colleagues and I are, are all frustrated about this. So we immediately started calling the director of Archives and History the very beginning of uh, of, of last week and said, look. Uh, you, you shouldn't do this. This isn't what Alabama's about. Um, we don't think this is appropriate, and we don't want you to do this. And frankly, he was a little defensive about it and explained that he thought that this was a marginalized you know, group of individuals that needed to be represented in today's you know, public discourse. And I explained politely to him that I didn't think that was the case, that some of these folks that he was trying to highlight uh, may have, have made uh great contributions to our state and been impactful but the fact that they do something uh different in their bedroom does not mean that we ought to highlight them put them on a pedestal or celebrate them in any way shape form or fashion i think it's completely inappropriate uh for the state to do that so i asked him to uh to cancel the program and i know a number of my colleagues asked him to cancel the program as well clearly they didn't do that and so this upcoming special session I, along with a number of, of other legislators, will sponsor uh, legislation that essentially draws back about $5 million worth of supplemental funding that we provided to the Department of Archives and History, which, in all fairness, does some good work from time to time, um, does a lot of good work, and, 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 and says, hey, listen, you're not listening to the people. You're not listening to their representatives, and we're going to make sure we get your attention by drawing this money back. Now, Tell folks how that will work. I, I, I was outlining the special session will be because of the congressional district lines, and that's got to be dealt with. Uh, but during a special session, you can the governor can call it for that purpose, but as legislators, what's the process for bringing up other potential legislation? 
Well, you have to have a supermajority vote in both the House and the Senate, and I've done that before, uh, interestingly enough. I did it with some vaccine exemptions um, in a special session that didn't have anything to do with vaccine exemptions. So the bar is, is much, much higher uh, in order to get that passed. But I feel like with Republican supermajorities in both the House and Senate, it's something that will, will be likely to pass. And I'll say also it's important that it goes ahead and passes in July when we're going to be back in dealing with redistricting because if we don't do it then, the likelihood that this money will be distributed to the the Department of Archives and History and already spent on who knows what kind of programming um, is, is, is much higher. So let's not wait till a regular session in February. Let's instead get it done now and, uh, and, and, and take care of that and kind of nip it in the bud. I've also asked the governor's office directly to delay any disbursement of those funds to archives and history until after the special session so that we have an opportunity uh, to, to revisit this. And, and I think, you know, I had talked to the governor directly about it today. That was just a conversation that took place between some of her staff members and myself today. But I feel comfortable that they, uh, that the governor is not necessarily pleased with how uh, this has transpired and what you know the Department of Archives and History is doing right now. Well, I think um, many around the state, including some legislators, are really beginning to, to wake up or, or be willing to see uh, what's happening even in the government of Alabama. I mean, Chris, you know this stuff's going on on all of our public college campuses. It's happening in many of our public uh, elementary, middle, and, and high schools. Um, this agenda in different ways is creeping in. You know, uh, the governor, you know, she fired one person over it. Uh, you know, we, we've had other examples of this happening. In you know, you had uh, the comments from uh, Scott Harris back not too long ago. And I think a lot of this, t tell me, is there an awakening happening here that, hey, this isn't just other places. It's right here in our state. Well, Craig, as a father, I, I have a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old who are becoming, you know, young young adults here. And as as they mature and start asking um, asking questions, I, I am I am just so frustrated at the insidiousness of of what I, I am seeing and hearing everywhere on our school campuses, in every bit of public discourse, on TV, in commercials. In our churches, yes, that as well. Mm, yeah, sure. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the most frustrating things mm -hmm. to me. You know, I, I grew up as an Episcopalian and still an Episcopalian, but I will tell you that where the national church is going is incredibly frustrating to me, and I find myself increasingly at odds in dealing with that inside the church. It's frustrating. But we see that everywhere and how pervasive this is. And anybody who says that that this is either not right or we ought not to celebrate it is immediately a bigot, and that's not the case. And I think that those of us who feel who who feel that way, who who are, you know should be comfortable in saying and should stand up and say, guys, we're not going to celebrate what y'all do in the bedroom, just like we're not going to celebrate what somebody else does in the bedroom. That's not government's business. That's not business's business. That's not really anybody's business. Let's stay out of it. Hmm. Well, I appreciate your stand, and I know there's others that'll stand with you. But uh, you know, when you're when you come out and say I'm going to sponsor the legislation, that certainly, uh, you know, uh, you you put it on yourself, and you say here I am, and we're going to step out. And look, we need bold leaders like yourself, and uh, they're they are there. You guys are there. We've got people. You know, I tell people about the legislators. You know, Chris. You know, I'm down there all the time. 
And, uh, and, and I tell people, look, there's, peop- there's plenty of our legislators down there that see the world. They see what's going on. And when you have opportunity like this to jump on it and, and make a, a pushback or a drawback, as you said, um, I appreciate you taking the opportunity to do it. And I'm with you. I, and I think uh, you've got a great opportunity to send a message uh, to not only that department, but other parts of, of our state government that uh, this can't be happening and, uh, and I can show you plenty of examples where it's happening in a lot of other places around the state. Uh, we, and, and I know you probably know about them, but uh, I'm telling well, you, it is everywhere. Well, we, we do, Greg, and you're right about that. This is an opportunity to, to, to push back and to do so in a very public manner and say, guys, enough is enough. Stop it. This is Alabama. We intend to reflect Alabama values, and we're not going to fund this kind of nonsense. And frankly, we are going to pull back funding if if you head in a direction that is contrary to what the elected representatives for the people of the state of Alabama are telling you to do. And I'll say one other thing. You will be proud of your legislators, uh, especially in the Senate. I have got some really good, strong conservative friends who are uh, who are with me on this, who are leading on this. And uh, and they're they're great guys and uh, and girls and uh, and and it it makes me it heartens me to see this kind of movement within our elected officials. You don't always see that in every state. Well, amen. Unfortunately, uh, Senator, I'm going to be in Israel. Uh, I believe when this special session happens, so I, I won't be there uh, on the ground. Uh, you know, to, to be there and see this for myself. But uh, we'll certainly be praying for you between now and then as you stand strong, because uh, this is this is uh, quite a uh, quite a mob <laughs> that uh, that you come up against when you when you start pulling back, pushing back on this group. So uh, you'll be in our prayers. I, I appreciate it. I've never lost any sleep doing what was right. That's right. Amen. I got you. All right, Senator Chris Elliott. Thank you for your time, sir. Thanks for having me. God on. God bless you. Yes, sir. All righty. Um, so there you go. And uh, I'm glad to see that. Look, it's happening all over the place, and I, I just hope that. Many of them are starting to go, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. What a finishing line there. What? I've, I've never, never lost any sleep. Doing, doing the right thing. Doing what's right. Mm-hmm. I love that. that. That's very true. I that should be like a bumper sticker. That's something all of us uh, can live by. If you were just joining us a little late, uh, what he is saying, uh, Senator Elliott out of Baldwin County, uh, that they are going to, uh, he, he sounds to me like he's got it lined up. Mm-hmm. Very need, confident. You need a supermajority, which I guess is two... Uh, is that two-thirds? Is that what that – I'm not exactly – I know we have a supermajority. I guess that's two-thirds. Uh, that's what I've always heard. So. Um, to remove $5 million in funding to the Alabama Department of Archives and History. They call it the ADAH. Um, and uh, they had a big luncheon about uh, Alabama's LGBTQ history. And uh, as he said, and, and we saw where this was going on, and I heard some scuttlebutt that a lot of them were really not happy about it. And, uh, you know, this is a place where they can uh, take some action. And you have to do it when you have opportunity to do it. And so this was extra money, really, that they were going to get. When he talks about it being the supplemental appropriations, this was money that was above their normal budgeted operating money because the state had so much money this year. But, look, I've had some other um, representatives and senators tell me I won't name them or the schools because if I started naming them, you'd know what schools I'm talking about. But I've had some of them tell me that uh, they've, they've worked to get money for certain universities in the state, public universities, and then they go to the university and they see where they've got, you know, DEI and, you know, this and that, all, all this stuff going on and offices and money and, you know, they're spending money on all this kind of stuff. And I, I've had them tell me, 
that, hey, I've went to the president and said, I didn't get you extra money to do this. If you've got money to do this, you don't need the extra money. Exactly don't, right. We don't want this. I've had them tell me that. So, um, you know, there, there are a good many, and uh, we'll see if, if two-thirds pull off. That's that's a high high mark. But this seems like an issue that has sort of caught fire. Uh, you know, and, and I mentioned the uh, the comments from uh, State Health Director Scott Harris, you know, um, back a couple of months ago. Now, this is the same guy, you know, nobody had never heard of him until COVID, kind of like Anthony Fauci. Yeah. And he made some comments speaking and talking about how he was appalled at some of the legislation he sees that's been passed or been proposed dealing with LGBT. And I, we can only assume he was probably in the context talking about the um, uh the uh, the VCAP bill, which would stop underage people from being able to have sex changes, kids, Common teenagers, sense. and he's appalled by things like that. The next day or two, buddy, he was all over the state house trying to make up, talk to people, saying he was taken out of context, and da 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 da. But we played the audio right here on the show. We played it, and it's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them were not happy. There was a movement to try to take away that position from being appointed by the governor so they could remove him. Uh, and I got a feeling that may come back as well. 